Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, March 18th. Direct, substantive, and detailed. That's how a senior administration official described the high-stakes phone call between President Biden and China's Xi Jinping. The video conference between the leaders of two of the world's superpowers, the United States and China, lasted for nearly two hours. The call comes at a critical moment in Russia's war in Ukraine, as China's stance has been pretty cagey. Listen to how Press Secretary Jen Psaki described the call today. The president spent the vast majority of the nearly two hours was spent with the president outlining the views of the United States and our allies and partners on this crisis, including a detailed overview of efforts to prevent and then respond to the invasion, how we got here, steps we've taken, where where we've gone and why. Um, and uh, of course, as I was also noted in the readout, but let me just reiterate, uh, he also uh, conveyed uh, and, and described the implications and consequences if China provides material support to Russia. But again, I'm not going to provide any additional assessment from here. Now, exactly what those implications and consequences that Biden put forth are, well, we don't have all of those details yet. U.S. officials have said that they think China is weighing whether to provide Russia with requested military or economic assistance, hence the crucial timing right now for this call. Moscow denies asking for any assistance at all, and Beijing says it's not helping the Russians. If China were to assist Russia militarily, American officials believe it would be smaller items like meals, ammo, or surveillance equipment, not tanks or jets. U.S. officials also believe that it's possible China can try to help alleviate the effects of these withering sanctions that have been imposed upon Russia by the U.S. and Europe and NATO allies with direct financial support. But even with that help, these sanctions are so crippling that it's unlikely the Chinese assistance would make an enormous difference. You heard me say at the top that China's been cagey as it comes to its sort of public position around Putin's decision and his actions to invade Ukraine and wreak havoc on this independent nation. Why do I say China's been cagey? Well, the communist country appears to be trying to have it all ways. China has not condemned Russian actions and has refused to label the attack an invasion, although President Xi has stressed that the situation is, quote, worrisome. Yet, Chinese diplomats have gone to Ukraine to express support for its right to sovereignty and to pledge humanitarian aid. And just as Russia has done, Chinese diplomats have criticized NATO expansion and accused the United States of fueling the conflict. But the Chinese are also quite clear in calling for a diplomatic solution. So, Does the Chinese readout of the call match the American readout of the call? Well, according to Chinese state media, she said on the call that both countries have a responsibility to ensure peace and added that conflict and confrontation are not in anyone's interest. So from a baseline, you see the leaders of the world's superpowers agreed on the need for a diplomatic resolution here and agreed that an escalation of conflict and confrontation is not in anyone's interest. 
According to Xinhua news agency Readout, President Biden stated that the United States did not want to challenge China or instigate a new Cold War. Early on in the call, Xi highlighted the issues China has with Taiwan and what he saw as some people in the U.S. not following along with what the readout called the important consensus reached by the two of us. Also according to this readout, Xi Jinping pointed out that the situation in Ukraine has developed to such a point that China does not want to see it. As for the portion of the call dealing with Taiwan, which clearly seems to be the one issue that was discussed that wasn't directly related to Ukraine, according to the U.S. readout of the call, President Biden reiterated that U.S. policy on Taiwan has not changed, and he emphasized that the United States continues to oppose any unilateral changes to the status quo. The U.S. readout concludes by saying that the two leaders tasked their teams to follow up on today's conversation in the critical period ahead. This high-stakes call between the leaders of the world's superpowers occurred as Russia continued to conduct multiple airstrikes throughout the country today of Ukraine. Ukrainian military officials claim over 14,000 Russian troops have been killed and hundreds of their tanks and aircrafts have been destroyed since the start of the war. There is no way for the U.S. to confirm those numbers, and there's no way for CNN to do so either, but estimates of Russian casualties from the U.S. and NATO allies are between 3,000 and 10,000. And that's raising some questions about how those losses could impact the situation on the ground. U.S. intel suggests Russia appears to be stalled in certain areas, like Kiev. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin told CNN's Don Lemon in an exclusive interview that the U.S. has, quote, seen a number of missteps by Russia in the invasion. They have not progressed as far as quickly as they would have liked to. I think they envisioned that they would move rapidly and very quickly seize the capital city. They've not been able to do that. They've struggled with logistics. But... U.S. and Western intelligence officials tell CNN that they believe, despite all the losses, both Russian and Ukrainian, Putin is not deterred. Ukraine's President Zelensky once again warned today that it will be Western leaders' moral defeat if Ukraine does not receive advanced weapons, saying it still hasn't gotten enough fighter jets and missile defense equipment. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. CNN Political Briefing is a product of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is our executive producer. Greg Peppers is our supervising producer. Mohammed Darwish is our senior producer. Our episodes are produced by Krista Bowe and Anna Sterla. We'll be back Monday.